It is June 30th, 2021, and the big question is, what are your resolutions for the new fiscal year? If you've been looking forward to saying, hey, it's 2022, then you'll soon get your chance, though those less municipally minded might stare at you funny. I'm Sean Tubbs, and I'm used to people looking at me funny, as I work every day to bring you snapshots of information in a format we've come to know as Charlottesville Community Engagement. Thanks for listening today. On today's show, Virginia's Constitution turns 50 tomorrow. Albemarle and Charlottesville launch a Buy Local campaign. The Pantops Community Advisory Committee hears about development projects and an extension of the Old Mills Trail. And a roadway in the community has just reopened. In today's Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Rivanna Conservation Alliance is looking for a few good volunteers to help out on Clean Stream Tuesdays, a mile-and-a-half paddle and cleanup to remove trash and debris from popular stretches of the Rivanna River. Trash bags, trash pickers, gloves, and hand sanitizers and wipes will be provided, though volunteers will need to transport themselves to and from the endpoints. Kayaks for that purpose can be rented from the Rivanna River Company. Visit the Rivanna Conservation Alliance's volunteer page to learn more about upcoming dates. We begin today with some transportation news. US 250 in Nelson County, between Route 6 and I-64, has reopened to traffic, two months after being closed after a rock slide. According to a release, that's two weeks ahead of schedule. Lou Hatter is the spokesman for the Virginia Department of Transportation's Culpeper District. We had two contractors who were really focused on getting this work done as quickly as possible. The fact that 250 was not open created real issues, particularly for the people who lived along Route 6, Aston Mountain Road. The contractors worked six days a week and removed over 700 dump trucks of material removed from the failed slope. It was a steep slope, so the work had to be done in stages uh, because they had to actually create, they, they had to go in with equipment and level out an area called a bench that the equipment could work from, and then they would reach up above that to remove the loose material Hatter said a series of something called a soil nail have been drilled into the rocks. They're secured in place with a cement grout, and then over top of that is is overlaid a uh, chain link, but it, it kind of like chain link fencing. It's a mesh material, and that's secured to the rods. Over top of the soil nails is a layer of straw and grass seed intended to grow vegetation quickly. Hatter said the contractors also identified another area where a slope might have failed, and the same process has been applied at that location. In addition to being the first day of fiscal year 2021, July 1st is also the 50th anniversary of Virginia's current constitution. The 1971 Constitution replaced a version from 1902, which historic records show was created to make it harder for black Virginians to vote and to enshrine segregation as the law of the land. That Constitution imposed a poll tax and literacy requirements to vote. The 1971 Constitution was an attempt to remove those restrictions following federal bans as well as the passage of the Civil Rights Act. 
Copies of all four of Virginia's constitutions are on view at the Library of Virginia through Thursday. Learn more about the 1971 Constitution in a press release sent out by the Office of Virginia Governor Ralph Northam that's in the newsletter. Albemarle County and Charlottesville have launched a joint buy-local campaign to promote small businesses in the area. The Economic Development Offices in both jurisdictions will run the campaign and are looking for businesses that might want to participate in what's being described as a multi-channel, multimedia, promotional, and educational campaign. There's information on who to contact in the newsletter. Today is the last official day for Rebecca Carter as administrator of Buckingham County, according to the Farmville Herald. Carter moved to the county south of Albemarle in 1986 when her husband was transferred to a job with CSX. Soon after, she went to work for Buckingham County as an administrative assistant. In 1994, she became the county's administrator. Carter announced her resignation last December due to her husband's failing health. Wayne Carter died in April, and Rebecca Carter told the Farmville Herald she plans to spend her retirement helping with the family farm. There's an effort underway in Albemarle County to extend the Old Mills Trail along the Rivanna River south of Pantops. That was one piece of information told to the Pantops Community Advisory Committee during their briefing on the Urban River Corridor Plan, a joint planning effort intended to encourage greater collaboration between Albemarle and Charlottesville along a common border. Tim Padalino is a planner in Albemarle's Parks and Recreation Department. There is an existing section of the Old Mills Trail, as I think most viewers and attendees know. It's approximately two and a half miles in length between Dardentau Park on the upstream section uh, and the I-64 bridges at the downstream, the current ending um, of the trail. Patalino said the proposed extension would go further downstream to Milton through an area that is currently overgrown and wild. If turned into a trail, people might be able to walk or bike to a spot that is also being planned for a better place to end a journey on the river itself. So for example, the vision for the Rivanna Greenway and Blueway includes future development of an expanded, improved public landing and river access spot at Milton, as well as some type of a new trailhead facility at Milton. The extension will pass over land owned by the Thomas Jefferson Foundation. Patalino said a primitive pathway does exist, but it's not sanctioned. The idea would be to use crushed stone as a trail bed, rather than paving the four-mile-long, six-foot-wide trail. There's also no funding yet for the extension. It's not officially maintained and is, is not currently authorized for public use. Um, some easement acquisitions are still necessary before beginning uh, final project design and funding requests and grant applications and everything that will come um, in the months and years ahead. The extension to Milton will pass in some sections close to the railroad, which will be owned soon by the Virginia Passenger Rail Authority. It will also pass by the Luckstone Quarry. And part of the arrangement and agreement between Luckstone and Albemarle County is to make sure that trail users can remain safe while passing through an active quarry. Patalino made his comments at the June 28th Pantops Community Advisory Committee. That group also got updates on development projects under construction or under review. 
Principal Planner Cameron Langeal said contractors hired by the Virginia Department of Transportation continued to work on converting the junction of US 250 and Interstate 64 into a diverging diamond. As it stands, that project is still on track to be completed at the original date of March 2023. Planners are reviewing a new 1,000 square foot building at the Pantop Shopping Center. There's a flat green grassed area there that they're going to install some new parking into. And then the new building is actually going to be a drive through car wash. Across US 250, the facade of the former Malloy Ford has been demolished. Malloy has moved to US 29. What they're doing is they're trying to build the facade back because they're looking to get some new auto dealerships to go back to that site. A site plan is nearing approval for the Hampton Inn to be built on State Farm Boulevard. A second hotel called the Overlook is still in the review process for a rezoning application. And the applicant has told us that they want to continue going through reviews with staff until our comments have gotten to a point where the applicant feels comfortable moving forward to a public hearing with the Planning Commission. Langeal said a proposal to build 130 apartment units on South Pantops Drive next to the Overlook condominiums has been withdrawn. In its place is a new development for 40 townhomes. Two former fast food franchises in the Pantop Shopping Center have closed in the past year. A Burger King remains vacant while the Hardee's has a new tenant. Toby's Pawn Shop has gone in and occupied that space. They just did some work inside of the building, but didn't really change anything else on site. The Pantops Community Advisory Committee will next meet in August and will take off the month of July. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement. And now it's time for another reader-supported, listener-supported public service announcement. The Friends of the Jefferson Madison Regional Library are having a warehouse sale at Albemarle Square Shopping Center on Friday, July 3rd through Sunday, July 11th from 10 to 6 each day. There will be fiction, mysteries, fantasy and sci-fi, cookbooks, military, biographies, and young adult and children's books. There will be a capacity limit of 80 shoppers, but you'll get to pick whatever you want that's there. Proceeds will benefit the regional library system, that's the Jefferson Madison Regional Library, which serves Charlottesville, Albemarle, Greene, Nelson, and Louisa counties. Finally today, time to go through the June 23rd meeting of the Metropolitan Planning Organization's Policy Board. To recap, that's the federally mandated body that approves transportation funding. It's made up of two Charlottesville City Councilors, two Albemarle Supervisors, and the head of the Virginia Department of Transportation's Culpeper District. The MPO adopted a resolution supporting an effort by the City of Charlottesville to seek additional funding to support the Meadow Creek Trail. Chris Jenzik with the city's Parks and Recreation Department said the city received a transportation alternatives grant of $300,000 two years ago for the project, which, according to the staff report, was for the design and construction of a bike and pedestrian bridge across Meadow Creek as part of the US 250 commuter trail from Hydraulic Road to Brandywine Drive. That amount included $75,000 in local funding. However, Jenzik said that amount will not be enough to cover the project. 
after doing some discussions with VDOT and thinking it through, we came up with a plan where, um, A, you can't just build a bridge that isn't connected by a full multi-use path. There's, there's paths in that area, but they are recreational um, dirt surface paths. So in order to construct the entire project, to get all the funding in at once, hire one contractor and, and just get it all done, we've decided to apply for a second round of funding. The request for this second grant is for 500000 and will require $135,000 in local funding as a match. A second city department is also making a transportation alternatives grant request to fund the existing Safe Routes to School program for the next two fiscal years. More specifically, the funding would cover the cost of a full-time coordinator. Amanda Ponce is the city's bicycle and pedestrian coordinator. That coordinator helps to implement programs in the city schools, things like bike and walk to school day events, helmet giveaways, uh, neighborhood bike repair, working with the city school division to better understand how kids are getting to school, and then also building a website and social media presence. The MPO approved resolutions of support for both, as well as a third for a planning grant for the future of the Amtrak station on West Main Street. Jessica Hirsch-Ballering is a transportation planner with the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. This is a small station, um, but it serves a lot of riders. Um, it currently doesn't meet, the size of the station doesn't currently meet the needs of our uh, number of boardings and alightings. And with uh, continued investment by the state into uh, rail um, and passenger rail, uh, it won't, it will continue to not meet those needs. If funded, the TJPDC would create a master plan for the site. More on all three of those projects as 2021 continues. We'll also hear more the rest of the year about the candidates for projects for consideration in the next round of VDOT's SmartScale project. The deadline isn't until next year, but pre-selection work is underway. Potential projects for the MPO to consider are a roundabout at the intersection of District Avenue and Hydraulic Road, an extension of Hillsdale Avenue to the US-250 bypass, a bike and pedestrian crossing of the Rivanna River, multimodal improvements for Avon Street between Mill Creek and the Belmont Bridge, multimodal improvements for 5th Street between Southwood and Harris Road, and a grade-separated interchange, or flyover, at US-250 and US-29. If you're interested in hearing more about any of those ideas, you have two choices. You can either watch the video, but if you have questions, let me know and I'll try to help steer you in the right direction. There have been many transportation projects that have been planned over the years, and I have covered a lot of it, and I do think that looking at previous plans and previous attempts is a really good idea before you start looking at new ideas because it's probably been thought of before and it's good to do your due diligence. And that's it for this installment of Due Diligence Daily, maybe another different name for Charlottesville Community Engagement. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and I really do appreciate that you listened today. Uh, thanks a lot. And of course, it is June 30th, which means that the Patreon contributions uh, that everybody has made will come to me in the next couple of days. Uh, they run the credit cards on July 1st. If you would like to get in on that and fund me for the next month, um, you know, consider that. Three people have done that in the last two days because I have making I'm making the ask and I really do hope that um, you'll consider that 
If not, the other thing that you can do is send this on to other people so I can continue to grow the audience in the hopes of getting more people interested in the nuts and bolts of how things work in this community or don't work. I'm here to provide you information to help you think through some of these big ideas that have come our way in the recent times. Uh, As I said, I'll be back tomorrow with another installment. In the meantime, stay cool out there and also stay safe. 